This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, an alien, a washed-up actor, an episode of Futurama, enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, a podcast where we are reviewing every single episode of seminal 80s horror anthology Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, with me tonight is my good buddy, Matt Noss. Hey! Hey! Did I say my name? I'm Jen Hansen. There you are. Here I am. Uh, we do not have, uh, sadly, we do not have our good buddy, Matt Rose. He in is the laid tonight. up. He is, he's a, he's a... Sick little pup. Sick little pupums. Feel better, Matt Rose. Feel better, buddy. Uh, in his stead, we have a good, good friend, friend of the show, uh, friend of the comedy community, uh, J.R. Sturberg. Hi. Sturberg! Sturberg! Yep. Yep. That's me. I good. Guess. Welcome. Hi. We're, we're toasting. We're raising glasses. You can't see it, but we're doing it. Yep. Thanks for being here, J.R. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's our pleasure. Super excited. Uh, so... JR, have you ever seen this show? I have not. Okay. Oh, this was your first experience? This is my first Tales from the Dark Side experience. Okay. Um, I did love it. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, that doesn't always is, happen with first-time it guests. It is right in my wheelhouse. Okay, like perfect. things that I love. Yeah. So, I mean, I love X-1, Dimension X, like old radio dramas and stuff. But I also love like Twilight Zone and, you know. Perfect. So that was going to be my next totally, question. Yeah. So if you've got uh, any experience with uh, Twist of Fate Theater or uh, which ones which ones do you like? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Twilight Zone, but also any like basically anything with like super overt moralistic tales or like <laughs> anything where it's like the good guys might not win or, yeah. you know. It was or man you just the whole time. Somebody comes exactly. <laughs> somebody <laughs> just comes out and yells twist. Right. Yeah. yeah. If it's anything like that, then I start to love it so much more than like subtle <laughs> alien stuff. Well, you know. have come to the right place, yes. my friend. And what a craptastic episode we had for you, my friend. Yeah, this was a bummer. So season one, uh, because you have not seen this, season one was a real upsy downsy of uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, so you you may not know George Romero. Mm -hmm. He he directed Creep Show, and then he was like, "All right, I guess I could do a full series of this." How much money we got in the old coffers there, Jen? Perfect. We got twenty four episodes. <laughs> oh, like thirty five thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. So there was totally. Gold. Yeah. Yeah, so there was there was nothing, and um, Creepshow was was a partnership with Romero and um, whatever comic company owned uh, Dark Horse. Dark, yeah, was it? That's my first no, that guess. Seems, they seem too new. I, I feel like, like Dark Horse is too new. DC, DC? yeah, maybe, maybe uh, owned uh, owned the Creepshow property. Mm -hmm. So Tales from the Dark Side was intended to just be um, Creepshow without the comic book element, right? Um, but it's become so much more and so much less. <laughs> so the first season, they had no budget. They had to make it work. And they obviously spent 
all of their money on two episodes. Mm-hmm. The pilot, Trick or Treat, and Inside the Closet, which is the uh, probably one of the more famous episodes, okay. which has the uh, little demon hiding inside of yes. the closet. Okay. I've seen That's the little same. demon, yeah. like looking around the internet. It's the it's the daughter of the caretaker. Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> Too late. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I never know how that works. I'll watch it later. I'll All right, perfect. Spoiler alert about. <laughs> uh, but this season has so far lulled us into a false sense of security. We've had a lot of really good episodes. Out really the gate. good. Clearly, somebody added a zero to the checks. So, like now we have things like budgets. S- Sets, multiple actors, costumes, <laughs> scripts. So there weren't multiple actors or scripts. No, no, some of them were straight up bottle episodes with one person. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. So they made do with what they had. Season two, vast improvement. But then we get to distant signals, which, which is which is today's episode, distant signals. Uh, which had sets and had actors, had some really good actors. Mm-hmm. It it had it had a lot going for it. Yeah, it was just a little flat for me. I would yeah. agree with you. Um, so, as is tradition here, Jr., we do write down what we think the episode is before we watch it. Distant signals. I'll go first. Okay. Here's what I thought the episode was. A radio operator who can't find love hears a strange woman on his radio, but is she who she says she is? Ooh, twist. Twist. Did you have one, JR? I did. Uh, a child gets confused by it, or contacted by aliens slash the afterlife through an old audio equipment, and he or she dies. I like it. Very good. Mine is very similar. Uh, a kid picks up signs of alien life on his Ronco Mr. Microphone. Yep. Hey, we'll yep. be back to, to pick, pick you, you up, up later. later. <laughs> hey, good looking. <laughs> we'll be back to pick, pick you, you up, up later. later. Uh, but what the episode really was, was Distant Signals. This is season two, episode eight, aired um, uh, November 17th, 1985. Ma- Mr. Smith is a cult follower of the failed 60s TV show Max Paradise and approaches Hollywood studio executives about recreating it, despite the reluctance of its now-alcoholic leading man, Van Conway. That is exactly what it was? Yeah. Um, And we have have a new feature now to give some uh, uh, cultural perspective of the goings-on at the time. Yep. Um, uh, We've got our Saturday Night Live cross-reference. I remember watching this after Saturday Night Live as a kid. Mm -hmm. Was it after or before? It was after. Okay, so it was after when we were when it originally aired, mm-hmm. and it was before when I in, watched in it reruns. in the 90s. Yes, yeah. Okay, so I never watched this in its original airing. I only watched the reruns much later. Uh, the guest for this episode was uh, Chevy Chase. What? So it's, it's, a, it's a revisit of Chevy Chase. Uh, musical, mu- musical, musical guest. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to have to do that every time. Musical guest. Musical guest. Sheila E. Sheila. Yes. Sheila. You're too young. All right. You're too young. It's the glamorous life. (laughs) (laughs) Musical guest. (laughs) Sheila E. We gotta play Sheila E on the way out. 
You got it. All right. Uh, this episode was directed by Bill Travis, written by Theodore Gershony. We've, uh, I know we've seen him before. He's done some of the others. Uh, oh, he, oh, he wrote uh, Ring Around the Redhead. That's interesting. Funny, because that episode also had a lot of saxophone. A lot oh, of saxophone there's... and a, a fairly convoluted plot line. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he also wrote in the cards, so I think he's writing episodes there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is sweet Theodore Gershoni. Uh, this episode starred Darren McGavin. Everyone loves Darren McGavin. Sixties uh, staple. He was he played Mike Hammer. Uh, which this episode is kind of a tribute to. He was uh, the dad in A Christmas Story. Uh, he was in Billy Madison and a million other TV shows. Um, he's he is an actor. An actor that normally gets typecast as the curmudgeonly father. Yes. Uh, Hence the great turn in A Christmas Story. The um, guy who played the director in this episode was David Margulies. He was the uh, the mayor in Ghostbusters. He was the doctor in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Uh, he's been in a million D things. Let's see. Oh, and the guy who was not an alien. Um, Definitely not an alien. <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, Definitely wait. not. Definitely not an, an alien. alien. Uh, was Lenny Von Dolan. Definitely not an alien name. No, nope, not at all. Uh, he was in Twin Peaks, Firewalk With Me. He was in Electric Dreams. Do you remember that, Matt? What was Electric like Dreams? I think it was like a dude making an art... 1984, an artificially intelligent PC and his human owner find themselves in a romantic rivalry over a woman. Written by Rusty Lemonade. <laughs> Rusty Lemonade? Do you think oh. that's a stage name? <laughs> I sure hope so. Definitely a human. <laughs> Definitely not an alien. Um, yeah, so all right, let's, uh, let's get into this. Maddie? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I I already know. Yeah, you're giving me that look that says man, man lives. Do you know that man lives in the, in the sunlit, sunlit world, world of what he believes to be reality? Jr., did you know that? I I I, I thought it. Okay, but did you also know there is unseen, unseen by, by most, most an underworld? It's it's a place just as real, but not as brightly lit. Okay, it's a dark it's a dark side. side. Oh. <laughs> the door to the dark side swings wide open. Scratch. We find ourselves in the office doorway of one fancy pants. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I didn't write it down. Yeah, it was Fancy Pants Hollywood Agent. A fancy Pants Hollywood Agent. With so much modern art. Oh, boy. Two pieces. Two pieces of modern art. On each side of the door. That could have been modern art or could have been like a last minute addition from somebody's kid. It's like, no, it needs to look classy. Ah, uh, you know what? This uh, this office looks pretty drab. <laughs> Let's add some color. My kid drew some shit. Let's put it up on the walls. <laughs> Perfecto. He is on the phone doing his best 
business, 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 business. business. But his is more like Hollywood business, yeah. baby. Hollywood business. Hollywood, Numbers Holly- on the back end. <laughs> Numbers on the back end. Give me some points for production. Hollywood business. Equity. <laughs> Come in, Mr. Smith. Who oh. is definitely not an alien. Absolutely oh, not an alien. His words were, Mr. Smith, welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> Which, to be fair, every time I go to L.A., someone screams that at me. Why do they do that? It's normally a homeless man brandishing a, a Frisbee. Yeah. But hey, man, welcome to Hollywood. I actually did have a homeless guy hit, hit me with a Frisbee in L.A. once. Hey, man, so sorry about that. Yeah. I can also act. <laughs> I, I was on. Welcome to Hollywood. You want my headshot? And I was on an episode of Baywatch Nights, <laughs> man. Yeah, uh, Hasselhoff won't return my phone calls. Yo, King, hey, you talk to me. What do you? What so talk? there's there's so much just vomit falling out of your mouth right now. Hey, man, this is not my problem that I drink. It's yours. You have been stabbing a pigeon continuously. Because I'm hungry. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> have you seen, have I shown you my reel yet? All right, and seen on the uh, homeless guy. So uh, I'm back. Oh, (laughs) we're back in LA again. Yeah. Oh boy, it's a short flight. Mr. Smith, welcome to Hollywood. Uh, I don't have. I surprisingly don't have a description for Mr. Smith. Do you have one? Uh, I didn't write one down, but if I think about it, I go, "It's the guy from The Big Bang Theory, uh, but nerdier." Yeah. I thought he was on Head of the Class. I was. You uh, thought he was Arvid? Yes. From Head of the Class. I just have 19 year old in suit with blue eyes. <laughs> Such blue eyes. Were those really Very, his eyes? Uh, I don't know, but they were piercing. Yeah. They, were, they touched my heart. Yeah. They yeah. were. It was hard to focus. Oh, London on the other line was the next. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so Mr. Smith starts talking. He's like, um, I need to talk to you, Agent. Who starts to really look like Jerry Lewis? Yeah, yeah, that's what he I thought doing too. The whole, like, yeah, and those glasses—it's yeah. like it's like later days Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I need to talk to you about Max Paradise, uh, Mr. Agent. Uh, London's on the, the entirety other- of London online <laughs> too. London's on the other line. Um, I need I need to talk to you about uh, Gil Hearn. I need to meet with him, and face to face. This it can't be uh this can't be a uh Okay, that's basically what he was saying, but how was he saying it? He was saying it very dry. Yeah. Like very much like Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I don't have his vocal affectation. Like I I'm like Dr. Evil? Yeah. Yeah. But but like plain. Yes. Dr. Evil. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like he Mr. Did... Evil? <laughs> Mr. Evil. Yeah. Before he was a doctor <laughs> he got and got all haughty. Degree. Yeah. yeah. I need to fi- I need to talk to Gil Hearn. He's the only one I need to speak to. Please bring him to me. But Gil Hearn's been dead for years. I found him. <laughs> and he's dead. You're right. So we we find out through this, and I'm probably going to jam through some of this because I got bored a lot in this episode. Well, please do not bypass the fact that you can you can say there's a lot of business that happens. Most of it's bullshit. But Mr. Smith goes, no, I really need to talk to Mr. Hearn. 
he opens his suitcase oh, yeah. Yeah. to reveal eight gold yeah. bars. Like big gold bars too. Yeah. Humongous. Full bars. Easily a pound of gold each. Let's yeah. just say that they're a pound yeah. of gold each. I think it's way more than that, but yeah. Yeah, these are 10 Those could be pounds. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys talk about the price of this gold while I actually look up okay, the price right. of gold from right. 1985. Let's, let's say it dramatically. Okay. Do you remember exactly what it was? I remember exactly what it okay, was. Okay, well, Do I'm going to just sort of mumble it. No. All right. Okay. $35,000 worth of gold. <laughs> and my thought seeing that was, wow, that really doesn't seem to be a fair price for that much gold. I, yeah, my thought was like, is, are they mixing it with other metals? Yeah, yeah, that must be an alloy because that is because it that could not be possibly be worth That's yeah. a lot. Maybe they, maybe because the there currency. was a lot of gold. I mean, I was thinking inflation or something. Or alien currency. It's $35,000 yeah, in, you know. Oh, in Mars Percy, box. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah in Mar- Mars box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that just shocked me like as soon as I saw yeah. it. So the price of gold in 1985, and I believe this is by the ounce, because okay. I think that's how they do gold, $327 an <laughs> ounce. An ounce. Okay, so, so 16, 16 ounces, ounces in a pound. pound. Welcome to Math Talk. Is six thousand dollars? Okay, six thousand dollars times times eight. Eight. Oh, well, we're getting it's forty-eight thousand dollars. Okay, that's pretty close. But I, I, those had to be more than a pound. Yeah, because like times ten. (laughs) Yeah. Four hundred eighty thousand. Okay, that would yeah. feel a little better if he had said it was five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. But also the shock of the agent's like eyes when yeah. he saw the gold, and he was like, "That's thirty five thousand dollars." Yeah, <laughs> like like he had never seen that much money in his life. Right, and he's a Hollywood agent. And he's a big Hollywood yeah. agent. He well. You gotta imagine not a lot of people walk into his office with gold. That's true. No, but when you think of the equivalent of it, I would think he spends thirty-five thousand dollars a weekend on eight balls. True. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Totally. He's gotta stay awake for all those yeah, Hollywood calls. Exactly. Uh, so, so Mr. Smith goes, I need you to write and produce six more episodes. <laughs> including the finale of uh, Max Paradise. Max Paradise. Hey, man, no one's going to do Max Paradise. That show is garbage. It's donezo. It's over. It's the worst. No, it's art. What? What? This is when I stop. I make you pause, and I say, fuck, this is single female lawyer. We instantly understood. Yes. JR and I had a mind meld, and we knew what it was. was happening. Yeah. Yeah. This is a galaxy quest. This is a aliens coming down to... Finish the episode right. that got lost in transmission. Right. From the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Copyright. <laughs> uh, so it, what's act break? The alien saying that Darren McGavin is dead. The star yeah. of the show is yeah. dead. Yeah. Oh, oh. so the agent is saying, well, we can't do the show without Darren McGavin. I don't even remember his name. Um we can't do the show without Darren McGavin, and no one's seen him for years. Gil Hearn, Gil Hearn is dead. And then it's just the break. And but but his name on the show is Van Conway. Yeah, yeah. so uh, he's Van Conway. I think Gil Hearn is the director. Wait, so Max Paradise is the name of the show, and the name of the character, and the name of the character in the show within a show. 
Right. Right. Then, Holy shit. This was, I got so lost with this. I gave up on names almost immediately. So Gil Hearn was the director. Gil Hearn was the director. Who's Van Conway was the, the actor. actor. Max Paradise, Paradise is was the, the character TV show. in the TV show within the TV show. Okay. That Van Conway Van starred with. Darren gotcha. McGavin plays Van Conroy play, Van Conway playing Max, Max Paradise. Paradise. Right. All right. All right. <sighs> Act break. <laughs> Open on Van Conway's apartment. He's drinking double-fisted Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and his shirt is unbuttoned, and he's got a loose bow tie around his neck. They really want to show the this actor is out of it. Yes. Washed up. Washed up. That bi- You know what Hollywood does? Or Holly Weird does. <laughs> Man, it Chews eats you, you up, up and spits, spits you out. <laughs> and you still got life to live. And it's like, I don't care. Welcome to Hollywood. Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Oh, boy. We're back in the oh, God. I thought I'd lock the back door. I'm so sorry there. <laughs> no, nah, I know how to pick locks. <laughs> cool. All right. Where did you get a whole chicken? Uh, hey, man. Uh, halal store. <laughs> okay. Why are you bleeding so much from your eye? That's because I let them test government drugs on me. Okay, okay. all right. We're going to just right. shuffle you right out. Okay, all we'll, right, we'll be well, right out. Okay, Just take a look at my resume. Okay. okay. We, we'll send it in. I do have a short film. I could, he'd be really good in, actually, but we'll, we'll talk I about it. I need a destitute okay. hobo. <laughs> Uh, he so, is he is no longer Van Conway is no longer an actor. He's a bartender. That's it. Which is also, if you guys didn't catch it, his character in Max Paradise is is also a bartender and a private eye. No, yeah, he's like a he's like a. Uh, I don't know if it's after he's washed up or what, but in the like script that they were shooting, he was a bartender. I there was like I a very quick thing. The fuck out. There's a very quick thing where he's like, you know, you've been bartending for years, and uh, when they're directing at the reading table. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna bring that up. No, I'm glad. Got Thank very you. Meta. Yeah. Wow. We got very meta for a second. Yeah, this episode is a snake eating its tail. Yeah. Yeah. Our, oh, the maison scene. Yes. <laughs> that that whole reading was. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to that reading because right. that was a bizarre reading. Yeah. But, um. Uh, let's finish in the apartment. Mr. Smith goes. Take these vitamins. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Wait, what does oh, he say, Matt? Take these vitamins. Vitamins. <laughs> Take vitamin pills three these times three a day. Three times a day. They'll help you be okay. He's an alien who's also a dandy fop. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now him and the director, Gil Hearn, are at the studio. Things move fast. We, we left out an important detail. When he says that, hey, let's make six more episodes, I'll also give you $3 million in gold. So these... Did he oh, say, did that? say that? Yes. Oh, I didn't catch that. I, I thought they were either. doing this whole thing for $35,000. Yeah, I seem low. Like, this no, is not how no, much. G- g- the alien, Mr. Smith goes, I'll give you $3 million to $6 million worth of I'll gold. I'll give you $3 million? I'll give you $3 million. I'll give you $3 million. <laughs> yes, good. Now we're all on the same page. So he makes the promise that he'll 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 give them the goods if they make these six episodes. Right. Now, Mr. Smith and the director Gil Hearn enter the soundstage, and Mr. Smith says, 
it is a great privilege to enter this room. Like it's a church. Yeah. And Gilher nonplussed goes, it's just a soundstage, kid. <laughs> it ain't a cathedral. Uh, Gilhern, the director who was the mayor in Ghostbusters, is for some reason inexplicably dressed like Dennis the Menace. Yeah, he's got his hat <laughs> flipped can up. We, can we talk about that blue hat? What before was that happening with that hat? That hat was just, I mean, it, it had it was a like, giant brim. He was like riding on a skateboard into the place. Yes. Or something. He absolutely was wearing a hat that they give to actors when they're like, look like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Davidson wore a hat like that in every <laughs> homie the clown, ever, yes. every homie the clown sketch <laughs> yes. on In Living Color. Yeah. Yep, and I just don't, I don't see the benefit of it. And it I was also, an odd choice. Yeah, yeah. He was a director, but but also right. a little boy, <laughs> an old man's body. Yeah, that's the story I want to see. Yeah, yeah. That's big, but in reverse. Or, yeah, no, big and regular. Uh, it's it's this yeah. Is big. It's big. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, an old friend appears. It's it's Darren McGavin, and he feels so much better with help from the vitamins. Oh, oh, this oh. friend. Here we go. <laughs> uh, oh. I don't know if shitty saxophone is on this. Is this the Red Shoe Diaries again? Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> JR, are you familiar with the Red Shoe Diaries? I'm not. Uh, so before there was pornography, oh, uh, there was Showtime. There was show. There was uh, Showtime and Cinemax after okay. dark. Yeah. Um, I did not grow up with cable, so like, okay. I didn't, Neither did I. I. Yeah. yeah. But you still knew about it. Of course, I knew about yeah. it because it was sacred juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Red Shoe Diaries was this softcore thing that had it was. Very tasteful scenes between a man, a woman, and a blaring saxophone. Uh, I'm trying to find more sax music. Which, the sax was very similar in this episode. Yeah. I I mean, you guys keep making fun of it, but I kind of liked it. I put it in my notes. I liked the yeah. noir-esque feel of it. it and did. I also liked the, uh, I mean, I know it's cheesy. Like, I'm not dumb. <laughs> like, I know it's stupid. We're not mad at you. I know. Yeah. But it's like I, I liked it. I liked how it set like the tone, you know. Because it, it was did, like and that was Max the tone Paradise, of Max Paradise, right? Yeah. And, and every time the alien talked, they played the saxophone music behind him, and right. I was like, well, you know, they're creating a theme here. So I don't know. I liked right. it, and I would definitely listen to it laying down at night with uh, uh, my sheets. All right, J J R in defense of saxophone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> When Matt, now why? when Matt gets bored in an yeah. episode, he'll just start dropping sax. Uh, well, dropping these sax. are all like straight fuck songs. Yeah. I've right. been <laughs> dying for a, a shitty saxophone. Right, a saxophone. The the last episode that had all of the sax was Ring Around the Redhead. Redhead, which and is so the I, same writer. Which is the same writer, oh. and I also had that sort of noir yes. feel to it. I didn't. I actually kind of was okay with this episode. It was it was corny at times, but yeah. I was like, okay. I yeah. liked the people in it. I thought it was. I, I've definitely seen w- way worse episodes of this way show. Way worse. This wasn't like it. This didn't end with us throwing our notebooks or being like, "What the fuck?" It was just like we were all everything like, about eh, this. Okay. Everything about this episode followed. Yeah. 
There was not a beat of this episode that was like, okay, well, we're coming up to the one point that I was like, huh? All right, let's let's get through this part. Okay. Uh, Our man Van Conway walks in. Mr. Smith walks up to him. And uh, Van Conway goes, don't know what those vitamins were, but you should get a patent on those. I feel like a million dollars. How do I look? You look great, Mr. Conway. The camera will be good. The camera will be good to you. And also, in this scene, he's looking directly into the camera. Yeah. Several times. Like, he's supposed to be looking into the mirror. Yeah. But they only shoot that a couple of times. The rest of it is just the alien, Mr. Smith, being shot, like, square into the camera. Right. And it's super creepy. Like, it doesn't look, like, correct. Right. It doesn't look, like, with the rest of the show. So I kept on getting thrown off by that. I don't know. Don't worry, guys. I just found three hours of romantic, <laughs> relaxing <laughs> oh, saxophone good. music. I'm going to take that phone away from you. <sighs> so it's at this point they're doing a reading, and it's at this point we realize, oh, uh, Van Conway might be illiterate. Right. <laughs> right. What was that? Because because they're doing they're sort of doing a reading of the episode. So I said, this is a real Stephen Botchko <laughs> production. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there, and the guy that they have playing opposite of him is chewing oh, it. Oh, he up. is yeah. eating that scene alive. He's Which, murdering it. Yeah. He's doing a great job. Well, yeah. he needs to because he's the only other actor they called to the table read. Right. The director is still talking about other people who appear in the scene, yeah. and there is nobody else no there. one else there. They also, uh, this is one of those things that they do in TV a lot, which is actors playing actors being bad actors. Yes. Right? And that's what I think that he was trying to go for with his bad reading. Yeah. But You mean when he goes, I'm Max Para Dice? <laughs> I can't do this. this. Line, you're looking at the script. He he line line. It's basically like he gets to a line that is so easy to finish. It's like ring around the ring around the. I can't do this. I I can't do this. this. I can't do this. Don't worry. He runs away, but and it's back at his place, and he's head down. It's not an act break yet. Okay. um, Smith goes back there and finds him passed out, sitting with a bottle of Jack, and his head down on what I was pretty confident was a twister mat. I did not notice that. (laughs) There was like blue and red, and so I just, it It really felt like he was, yeah, he was passed out on a twister game. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Drink that. this jacket. I'm going to just fight spin. Oh, Matt, we're in LA now. Now it's time. Where have you been? Hey, I had to take the mothership back to Toledo. And oh. I'm just done playing a mud hands game. <laughs> I see the rail cats. And I was like, not today. Not today. If you have 20 clothespins, I'm going to trade you for a huge carp. Mr. Smith. Walks up to Vance Con- Van Conway and is like, hey, man, don't worry. I'm going to give your temples a little <laughs> rub-a-dub. Your fear is natural. <laughs> I will touch your brain and make all the fear and pain disappear. Your desire for the drink will disappear. And meanwhile... 
meanwhile, Van Conway is like, no, no, go away. No, Don't stop. touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Yeah. It got a little rampy. Yeah. It, it was like, yeah, don't touch yeah. me. I'm going to touch you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to rub your temple a little bit. No, uh, right, right now? That's not JR's temple. I'm just uh, oh. going to put your temple in my mouth a little Man, bit. That's, I was, okay, I'm going to uh, just... I'll, I, I'll I didn't watch you do... Oh. I'm just going to talk with this in my mouth for a moment. You seem to be increasing his fear and pain and <sighs> decreasing. Just going to keep rubbing them temples. My heart really... <laughs> I don't think I can take this. Oh, here comes more deep temple rubs. I'm glad there's saxophone playing. I'll say that. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. Get the twister. Get the twister. Uh, he asks him who he is. He asks, uh, uh, Max Paradise asks the alien who he is. Uh, and he says, your greatest fan. <laughs> oh, comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Very comforting. All right. Now it's back at the studio. They're watching the dailies. Mm -hmm. Max. Max. Paradise. (laughs) Line. (laughs) Line. Max. Max. My notes get real thin at this point. Max Paradise is basically talking to a woman of whom we've never met. Right. And then uh, he goes to him. He goes outside and is talking to Van Conway. And he's like, it's great. Just watch the dailies. You did it. One take. And then someone goes, you know what's bees are? <laughs> yeah, bees are. Bees are. And we all, all made eye contact. All... And everyone's pen started furiously. No. Have to remember bees are. Yeah. You know what's bees are? That I don't think this this television show is going to be shown anywhere. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Smith says he has foreign investors, but... Are they foreign investors? What's going on here? I don't know. Let's cash this paycheck. <laughs> sure is bizarre. <laughs> sure is bizarre. Anyway, gold doubloons. So now, we, now we're watching... Um, we're, we're basically just watching the, the final episode of Max Paradise. Yeah, they, which... Why did they put that much of the show in the show? Because cuz they filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the only explanation is that they wanted to take they wanted to show Mr. Smith's reaction to the work that was done. Right. And they didn't want to film 6 episodes worth <laughs> of montage. Right. They just wanted one scene that was the finale. To show, ah, that was the final scene. All six of them (laughs) wrapped up. Also, the and you get to watch six minutes of it. Yeah, the director cut this episode together, realized it was sixteen minutes, right? And needed to really just uh, sitting here in the editing room. Great. Uh, Uh, Max Paradise, the show, at least the finale, seemed a lot like Memento. Yes. Yeah. There were moments of it that were actually pretty good. The actor that they got to play um, opposite um, Van Conway, mm-hmm. he has buck teeth and a limp. Yeah. He's kind of like, I mean, you take a look at him and he's he's the kind of actor that they always get to play like the evil grandpa. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like the weird guy who lives in that house. Lives across the street. Yeah. Yep. Like, don't go over there. Like he could have been in the burbs. He yes, could have, he totally. could have been in the burbs, could have been the phantasms guy. Yes. Yep. 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 Like he just kind of has Gran that Torino. Look. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been Gran Torino. <laughs> I mix up all three of those movies constantly. <laughs> he could have been one of the Asian kids in Gran yep, Torino. That's right. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> he was real bizarre. Bizarre. So they do this scene, and it turns out that the guy with the buck teeth was his brother. He was Max Paradise's brother. And we're like, who cares? Because this show has no stakes for us. That's correct. We have no idea what's going on in the universe of the show. Other than we know that this show, this finale, has to please the alien. Mr. Smith. Much like single female lawyer. Single female lawyer. Lawyer having lots of sex. (laughs) Wearing many skirts. (laughs) And being self-reliant. All right. Here we go. Mr. Smith is like, you've made art. You've done it. You've made possibly the greatest piece of television that will ever be made. Certainly of all time. (laughs) Definitely will be no better television show than this. Sure hope. It's like, what's his face from inside the actor's studio? And your favorite swear word Yes. Is... <laughs> the way he's talking about the show. Yeah. yeah. What is that guy's name? Uh, James Lipton. James, James Lipton. Lipton. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Tell me a time <laughs> when you were on set of Tales from the Dark Side <laughs> and you were confused. Oh, well, oh, well, oh. I was in the well, show. Hey, James I was in the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James Lipton, I'll tell you what. They said they'd give me $5 if I put my tit in the door. (laughs) Hey, James Lipton, man. Why didn't you never call me back? Students at the actor's studio uh, (laughs) uphold the highest of... Hey, I gave a hand job for crack. Well, I'll do that if you just meet me out. James Lipton, I'll give you 20 bucks. You can guess what's in this coffee cup. (laughs) And your favorite swear word. (laughs) Ah, mine's doo Government. (laughs) Say doo-doo. Yes. And when you meet God, what would you like him or her to say? Ah, uh, me? Uh, I think God would look at me and be like, I didn't order that. <laughs> but you know what? Truth be told, I know God don't make no junk. <laughs> you know, that's the truth. Uh, anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. You gonna eat that shoe? Nope, go ahead and have it. <laughs> Mr. Smith uh, is, is talking to the director, Gil Hearn. Mm-hmm. L- line. line. <laughs> yeah. He's talking to Gil Hearn like, well, we're done here. I'll never see you again. They just they showed just, him the, the dailies. dailies. Yeah. Like, they, like, this is like... Not edited. edited. No. Not edited. It's, yeah. It is a rough cut. Yeah. At most, a rough cut. Like, there's no touching up of it or anything. And he's just like, all right, bye. Perfect. I just need to tell my people about this. 
Yeah. I just need to tell them. I need to do a recap for <laughs> my uh, blog. I, I will tell you this. I need this. to do it for my podcast. Yes. Really I have to tell you this. When I get up there and podcast <laughs> out about um, the great episode of Max Paradise I just watched. My podcast, Trouble in Paradise. <laughs> the Max Paradise Compendium. Yes. Every episode of Max Paradise, including the six that never aired because I <laughs> paid someone to do them later. We go deep on Max Paradise. <laughs> Everett, no stone left unturned. <laughs> All right. So he leaves. He leaves. Empty handed. He's in a tuxedo also. Yeah. That is the only scene where he's in a tuxedo and a bow tie. The rest are just like... A nice shirt and maybe a tie. Like David like, Byrne in a well-fitting suit. Right, right. And we forgot to mention, throughout this episode, his favorite relaxed stance is a prayer pose. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a praying mantis. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. He has. He is in prayer pose the whole time, like, like Steve Jobs, <laughs> touching his lips with his fingers, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Everything you've said has been fantastic. You can also, run. this is my cat, Dr. Wigglesworth. <laughs> it's not Bigglesworth because that's copyright. <laughs> he disappears. The episode's over, but it's not over. Nope. No, there's a little button at the end. Let's go to the parking lot. Darren McGavin has figured it out. I feel like there was not a script written for this point, and no. they just needed another two minutes, and they were like, just go w- hey, walk Darren, to your cars. Talk, talk about this script. Yeah. Hey, Darren, I need you to go out there. I need you to basically tell uh, the director what this episode's about. You want me to tell you? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Uh, the the actor, the, the actor director, Gil Hearn. Oh, Gil, hey. Gil. Okay, yeah. Hey, I am Gil yeah. Hearn. Uh, I need you to tell Gil Hearn what this episode actually was about. Okay, I, I know what this up. Ep- well, I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Gil Hearn doesn't though. I'm Gil Hearn. Yeah, but you're the actor whose name I don't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing Gil Hearn. Right. So, so this is about a show called Max Paradise, and I really, I my character played on Max Paradise. No, no, you're going too far back. Oh, so okay. you, I'm, I, he's going to tell me you about his brother? I wrote the right. episode. So I shoot my brother in the final episode. No, you, you idiots. I need you, Conway. How far right. back you want me to go? Man lives in a sunlit world. Of what he believes to be reality? Yeah, so. Conway. Yeah. I need you to tell Hearn what Mr. Smith actually was doing. Oh, he was rubbing my temples. I think he's talking to you. We got a two minutes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it was literally, I mean, they just basically say, it was aliens, right? And the the director's like, where are they watching the show? Right. Somewhere far, far, far away. Right. You know, wink. And then there but was no wink. It was, a, yeah. it was an absolute, like, here is yeah. what happened. <laughs> it was basically like, uh, who was who the actor who played uh, Van Conway? Uh, Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. Yeah. The director basically was like, all right, we just need to do some pickups. Um, your line is, uh, it's going to be watched far, far away. And if I need to, you know, I'll just give you the signal. Keep going. You know, let them know that it's in space. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So <sighs> he's like, it's going to be watched 
far, far away. Light years away. Light, 20 then, light years away. And then you can just see the director behind the camera like, Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Keep going. Slow down. You're you walking. want me to keep going? It's, it's a joy story. No, do I you want me to go toward the Plymouth? Story. I'll go toward the Plymouth if you want me to. There is a privately positioned Plymouth in this yeah. episode. Just... He's like, ah, yep, light years away. You know, there's a um, planet. Yeah. It's bouncing around. It's bouncing around. It's in an orbit. And it gets signals. Anyway. Distant signals. <laughs> well, I got to go be in Christmas story. Well, that's the titular line. I'm done, right? <laughs> yep. Nope, still going. Oh, I wish he was just taking off his mic <laughs> just like, as he's like, saying these lines. Far, far away. Yeah, distance. Yeah, distant, distant signals. Ruffle, 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 ruffle. It was. So I guess it's a, a pretty distant signal. So that's the episode. Yeah. Anyway, if yeah. you didn't get it before, like I like overhanded nonsense like that, but this is just so like. They didn't write that. Yeah. There's no way. No, that, that is not written. in a script. They did not put that in the script. They were just like. Because the way he says it is just like he said it once, mm-hmm. but something was wrong with that take. And then yeah. he had to re-improvise it. Yes. He's yeah. like, signals. I don't know, far, oh, they're from far away. <laughs> you know, Distant signals. Oh. Our signals reaching them from 1954. <laughs> yep. 20 light years and then mm-hmm. a bouncing planet. Stuff. Anyway, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what would you have done? Would you have done anything to fix this episode, writer's room? All right. Let's go to the writer's room and let's let's cut a couple things. Okay. I probably would have I don't know. I don't know if I cut or I add. The thing that I liked more about single female lawyer than this was I, that at least had more stakes and there was a threat yes. that the yeah, planet th- was going to be blown up. This was yeah. a real vegan restaurant. Yes. There were no <laughs> stakes. There were, it just felt like, oh, why? I, I've been saving that one. Yeah. It was so... Well, like, there's no real reason to care, right? Right. I, right. It's not like Mr. Smith... It's not like in Galaxy Quest where they show up and they're like... We've been watching your show. And, and they need help. And yes. we are being under attack. Right. Yeah. It's just like, I'm an alien. I really like your show. And I have gold blooms to give you. Yes. Exactly. And I want to watch a TV show. We right. just watched Commerce. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All this episode. This is the worst improv scene that we yeah. just watched. Yeah. It is just. Business, business, business. 22 minutes of Commerce. It's yeah. like, hey, Jen. If I give you $300, will you bake me a cake that I had when I was a kid? Yeah, let's go upstairs and you can watch me make it. Do you want to talk about interesting stuff while we do it? Nah. Okay. That, like, that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, that's the real problem is that it's just like you want the alien to give a sh- uh, Can I swear? I don't yes. Know if I swear. Of course. Okay. I've I, dropped the F-bomb like I have oh. not even noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Because I swear so much. Uh, no, the alien does not give a shit. And I just want them to give a shit about like the actual right. show. 
or about like why they're getting it made. If if the okay, here's some writing room stuff. Okay. If the alien would have had emotions that he could be like, no, yes. you're doing it wrong. Yes. yes. Yeah, that would but be great. Then the entire time he was just like, oh, this is perfect. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No stakes. Uh, I, you guys are really nailing this. Anyway, see you later. <laughs> uh, thanks. Do for, you have any notes or I've, anything? Here's six million dollars. See oh, you later. You have an alcohol problem? I'll solve that by rubbing, rubbing your, your temples. temples. Oh, you look too old for the part. I'll solve it by giving you some vitamins. Like everything is just yeah. So anything, yeah. It's magic. Everything is asked and answered. Yeah. Yep. It's and it's commerce boring. Yeah, it was. It was just. But is that classic South Park? Like, you want but or then, but this. Oh no, not then. You don't want and then. But this was just an and then episode. Right. Yes. It was like, we were in an office, and, and then this guy walked in, and then he made an offer to make a movie or a television show, but they couldn't, and then they couldn't get the actor, and then they did, and then they made the show. <laughs> yeah, there was no... It's a straight line. Yeah. I mean... There were no roadblocks at all. Yeah. No, they were pretending <laughs> like him not acting well was a roadblock. Right. Darren McGavin's too good. He's too good. <laughs> you knew uh, he was going to pull that shit out. Especially after he quit drinking. Yeah. Let he, him actually be dead. Let them exhume the zombie corpse of Darren McGavin and uh, and have a zombie act in the episode. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch that all day. I'd watch yeah. that. Yeah. Also, there was one woman in the entire episode... I Can literally guys, don't even remember. I remember the voiceover. There is one woman, and she plays a part in Max Paradise, and that is it. Really? Yep. That is it. It's just like in one of the uh, dailies that they're watching. Oh, the one he kisses yeah. at the end? Yeah. Okay. All right. And that is it. <laughs> Give us a scale, Jen. Uh, I, I guess uh, 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 one to ten... Bottles of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Two fisted or? Uh, we'll go. We'll go one fisted. All right. All right. So, sing, so single bottles of Jack Daniels. Uh, ten being as in real life. Ten being terrific. One being aw. I want more Jack Daniels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want more Jack Daniels. Um, should I go first? Yeah. All right. Well, I will give it three. Okay. Yeah, I was I was between three and four. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna give it. I was I was gonna give it a four, and (laughs) what? Nothing happened. (laughs) We're all having our own reactions to this episode. Yeah, Um, I was gonna give it a four, but what's what's worse? Having an episode that just makes no sense but is entertaining for us to talk about, or having a boring, or episode. having a boring episode, because I feel like this has happened a couple of times. This one was, yeah, there wasn't particularly anything to grab onto. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, if it were up to me, I'd say boring is worse. Yeah, because right. I mean, you can do something stupid and people will watch it over and over and over again. Like, right, you know, the room, the room. Yep. Yeah, but if you do something just boring, nobody wants to see it. Yeah. Well, I'll give it, I'll give it a four, so that'll get it up to uh, three and a half. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And also, the trope is a really good trope. It, it is a good trope. Yeah. yeah. And it's not 
markedly bad. No, that's the thing. Like I, I really liked all the actors in it, and I thought yeah. they yeah. did a good job with what they had. The sets were fine. Like even the premise isn't bad. It was just, just nothing happened. It just yeah. wasn't executed really, really well. I was worried they needed about more stakes. Yeah, I was worried about talking about this episode because I just, I kept sort of tuning out. Yeah, I texted like five times during the episode, <laughs> which I try not to do at all. Right. But I yeah. was like, oh, I got a text. <laughs> Something to distract me from the commerce that's oh, happening on television. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. All right. You can get in contact with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash T from the dark side. On Twitter at TFTDSpod. I'm actually on there every once in a while, poking around. Um, if you are listening to us on iTunes, please subscribe and give us a rating and a review. And if you were, if you're on Stitcher or Google Play and you're doing that, we will take the same thing. Please and let with people appreciation. with so much appreciation. Yes. Yeah, it's not like hey jerks. Yeah, we're busting our ass out over here for you. We're forty some episodes into this. Thing. This is your job. This is Just your hold job. Hold up your end of the. You know no, what it's not we like that. do. We watch these. You listen to them. I think you're you're probably taking on the harder job. (laughs) Guys, we got to say thank you. Yes. Uh, Tfromthedarkside at gmail.com if you want to give us an email. Um, Yeah. Uh, JR, do you have anything that you would like to plug or promote? Um, uh, This is probably not going to end. It'll be over. It'll be over. (laughs) Yes, it'll be over. Well, uh, nope. Perfect. (laughs) Our streak is alive. Yes. Every no guest plugs, that we've had no has, has no, no plugs. plugs. Yeah. I mean, you can, I'm, I'm JR Alamode on Twitter. Oh, okay, great. I that's, like that. I like that. That's it. Yeah. Take us home, Jen. Uh, hey, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that, and then I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I got scared. Roomba, you're back? <laughs> Oh, I just threw a Snickers out on the floor. Oh, no, I'm going to be sleeping this up for hours. Oh, I have a tummy ache. That's going to make me throw up. (laughs) I all froed up. Uh, What is it, Jen? Uh, If you guys have a chance this week, uh, could you please try to enjoy the daylight? Just a little bit of it. Just a little bit, yeah. 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 Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to. Bye! <laughs> the worst way yep. to end. Sorry. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. <laughs>